ಓಂ ಸಹನಾವತು ಸಹನೌ ಭುನಕ್ತು ಸಹ ವೀರ್ಯಂ ಕರವಾವಹೈ ತೇಜಸ್ವಿನ್ನಾವಧೀತಮಸ್ತು ಮಾವಿದ್ವಿಷಾವಹೈ ಓಂ ಶಾಂತಿ 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 ಸ್ಟಾರ್ಟ್ ವಿತ್ ದಿ ವಿತ್ ಫಸ್ಟ್ ಶ್ಲೋಕ ಅಂಡ್ ಯು ನೋ ದಿ ಫಸ್ಟ್ ಟು ಬೈ ವೇ ಆಫ್ ಇಂಟ್ರೊಡಕ್ಷನ್ ಟು ದಿಸ್ ಐ ಮೀನ್ ರಿಯಲಿ ಯು ನೋ ಯು ಕ್ಯಾನ್ ಕೀಪ್ ಆನ್ ಹ್ಯಾವಿಂಗ್ ಇಂಟ್ರೊಡಕ್ಷನ್ಸ್ ಬಿಕಾಸ್ ಇಟ್ ಇಸ್ ಇಟ್ ಸೆಲ್ಫ್ ಎ ಹ್ಯೂಜ್ ಯು ನೋ ಇಟ್ಸ್ ಅ ವೆರಿ ಇಂಟ್ರೆಸ್ಟಿಂಗ್ ಟೆಕ್ಸ್ಟ್ ಬಿಕಾಸ್ ಇಟ್ ಈಸ್ ಪರೇಡಿಂಗ್ ಆಸ್ ವಾಟ್ ಇಟ್ಸ್ ಪರೇಡಿಂಗ್ ಆಸ್ ಎ as a as a praise song or a praise chant to the lord and we have so many praise chants like you can say you know sharada stotram this stotram that stotram you know and uh, margabandhu stotra sharada stotra so many stotras are there lauding the various uh, you know bhagavan through various forms and functions and then you know this one is also there and the dhyana shlokas do have the form and function component but that's just the idea is to get us uh, you know to a contemplative state so we go from saguna and savikalpa saguna means with various forms and functions so you know because otherwise you don't know who is dakshina murti and in the dhyana shlokas uh, and especially the first one we are introduced to the form of the lord and holding this and holding that and fire brand and then the damaru all these things so that we can for visualization and for focusing the mind so savikalpa means with various you know uh, you know with various forms with various functions saguna and then you know without any preparation without any warning starting from verse number 1 not only we just take off you know like a rocket it's it's not even an airplane it's a rocket to nirguna nirvikalpa <laughs> in fact the word nirvikalpa is used in the very second verse itself in the second stanza and so therefore this has to be seen very uh, beautifully this can be seen and uh, you see the first uh, you know uh, so therefore the essence of this dhyana the, the the praise song is is doing the second thing you know it's not just praising lord dakshina murti it's praising the vidya and it is also even as it unfolds the vidya not only is it praising the vidya it's unfolding the vidya as well and so one can say as one commentator from the one swami uh, from the ramakrishna ashram one swami ji you know called uh, swami harshananda who who has uh, commented on this shloka you know he says that adi shankara has been very sneaky <laughs> that is what all the purva pakshis will say why has adi shankara been sneaky adi shankara has been sneaky because you know instead of just you know uh, first he has attracted all the people you know all the worshipers the devotees like bee like bees to honey and then you know and then what instead of you know 
devoting ourselves to worshipping Lord Dakshinamurthy, now we have, in the course of these ten verses, you know, we have been transformed into worshipping what? You know, in, into worshipping that Atma Tattva, the truth of oneself, as the Lord, as the Jiva, as everything, as the Jagat. And so it has swallowed up the differences between, and it's supposed to be a devotional chant, a devotional song, because some people even sing it, although it's just a chant. So in this devotional chant, you know, devotion means what? There should be minimum two things, devoted and, uh, you know, the, the one that is devoted, the devotee, and the object of devotion. You know, two things should be there. So the devotee is supplicating to Bhagavan as the object of devotion and says, you are, you know, you are the best, east or west, you know, give me this, give me that, you know, you know, yasham dehi, you know, this dehi, dehi, uh, you know, mahyam medham pragyam shriyam dehi, all these things. So the, so the person here is, you know, saying dehi, dehi, give me, give me, and so now, this gimme, gimme is, is truly transformed into dehi. Dehi here has a different meaning. You know, long e. The other one is dehi. You know, give me, give me. Here is what? Dehi, dehim. The one, you know, so the I know at the end of this study that I am just that which occupies this body. I am not this body. I am the one that is occupying the mind without being the mind. I'm the one that is occupying the senses without being the senses. And so Swami Harshananda ji says <laughs> that Ishwa, this Adi Shankara has been very tricky. He has lured all the devotees, all the Shiva devotees, you know, who want to worship uh, Lord Dakshinamurti in this unique form, which is a rare form, highly coveted form, and then they end up looking within rather than without they become jnanis and so you know so this is there is some truth to that very uh, you know very interesting and so now we will look at the we will chant the first verse and look at the first verse vishvandarpana drishyamana nagari tulyan nijantar gatam Pashyanatmani mayaya bahirivod bhutayatha nidraya Yassakshat kurute prabodha samaye svatmanamevadvayam Tasmai shri guru murtaye namayidam shri dakshinamurtaye so this is the first mantra and the last line is, is the refrain that is going to repeat itself. So we will see that last line first. You know, Namaha Idam, Idam Namaha, this salutation, this salutation that is in my heart here right now, Namaha, this Namaha, Idam Namaha, Dakshinamurtaye, Idam Namaha. So, the Dakshinamurtaye idam namaha. So, you know, idam here qualifies namaha. So, this, this salutation, my this salutation unto what? These salutations which I am offering to what? Dakshinamurtaye. And the word namaha for those Sanskrit buffs, you know that it always takes the fourth case. And so, haraye namaha, ramaya namaha, you know, 
ದೇವ್ಯೈ ನಮಃ ಅಂಡ್ ದೆನ್ ದಕ್ಷಿಣಾಮೂರ್ತೆ ಯು ನೋ ನಮಃ ಸೊ ಅಂಟು ದಟ್ ಈಸ್ ದ ವಾಟ್ ಈಸ್ ದ ಫೋರ್ತ್ ಕೇಸ್ ಅಂಟು ದಕ್ಷಿಣಾಮೂರ್ತಿ ಇದಂ ನಮಃ ಇದಂ ಮೀನ್ಸ್ ದೀಸ್ ಸ್ಯಾಲ್ಯೂಟೇಷನ್ ದಿಸ್ ಸ್ಯಾಲ್ಯೂಟೇಷನ್ ಇದಂ ನಮಃ ಹೂ ಇಸ್ ದಿಸ್ ದಕ್ಷಿಣಾಮೂರ್ತಿ ತಸ್ಮೈ ಅಂಟು ದಟ್ ದಕ್ಷಿಣಾಮೂರ್ತಿ ಅಂಡ್ ವಾಟ್ ದಟ್ ದಕ್ಷಿಣಾಮೂರ್ತಿ ಈಸ್ ಇಸ್ ಗೋಯಿಂಗ್ ಟು ಬಿ ಡಿಸ್ಕ್ರೈಬ್ಡ್ ಇನ್ ದ ಫಸ್ಟ್ ತ್ರೀ ಲೈನ್ಸ್ ಬಟ್ ಹಿಯರ್ ದರ್ ಇಸ್ ಆಲ್ರೆಡಿ ಒನ್ ಮೋರ್ ಕ್ವಾಲಿಫಿಕೇಶನ್ ಐ ಮೀನ್ ಒನ್ ಮೋರ್ ಕ್ವಾಲಿಟಿ ಹಿಯರ್ ತಸ್ಮೈ ಶ್ರೀ ಗುರುಮೂರ್ತಯೇ ಸೊ ದಿಸ್ ದಕ್ಷಿಣಾಮೂರ್ತಿ ಹೂ ಈಸ್ ಗುರುಮೂರ್ತಿ who is this gurumurthy <laughs> it could be somebody's name it's a common name in south india gurumurthy but here it is the name of the lord why because the lord here is manifest you know in the form of the guru so that murti which is manifest in the form of the guru tasmay namaha one meaning and then the second meaning is that you know uh, adi shankara is here in uh, you know because already he, it was said dakshinamurtaye namaha and dakshinamurti as we know is manifest as the guru you know we know that then why gurumurtaye you know bhagavan adi shankara here is including uh, govinda pada his own guru so because what is his own guru his own guru is none other than lord dakshinamurti that is the that is the vision that the guru is none other than the lord then what is the shishya shishya is also none other than the lord what is the difference between guru and shishya guru knows shishya is in the process of knowing that's all there is no difference yeah no difference between guru and shishya the only difference is that you know guru knows and shishya is in the process of unfolding this knowledge with the help of the teacher and so therefore this you know my teacher my guru murti who is non different from lord dakshinamurti who to unto that namaha so this is a uh, you know sign of emotional maturity on part of adi shankara because you know what happens is that in the course of gaining the knowledge you you know the more one studies the less one sees the teacher as a human being this is the truth ha ah. even though in the beginning the human qualities of the teacher you know whether it is some loving nature you know like when we see you know when we think of pujya swami ji uh, you know when i think of my guru all those things come that loving nature that loving glance that all encompassing attitude that compassion the way he lived up to his name totally daya he was all daya and uh, you know that compassion that uh, you know uh, living for the whole universe rather than oneself and you know all those uh, attributes attract in the beginning ah but then what happens is as one studies you know those uh, uh you know the, that need for those to hang on to those attributes uh, slowly go if they don't go we have to help ourselves so that they go with the help of these kinds of shlokas with the help of seeing what what uh, lord uh, you know adi shankara is able to see in his guru 
and you know so therefore you know acharya devo bhava doesn't mean that you know you 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 transcend the quote unquote faults of the guru and just see bhagavan no matter how flawed the guru is that's not the idea that's not the the point even the point is for the jignasu the you know the jignasu has to learn to transcend the need for validation coming from the uh, the quote unquote human aspect of the teacher the human aspect of the teacher is what is there to validate is there to say how are you you know i haven't heard from you in a while where are you what are you doing write to me talk to me come and see me and then uh, obviously the heart is very glad oh the teacher reached out to me that is wonderful the teacher is reaching out to me you know usually the student reaches should reach out to the teacher and say what is going on but here the teacher is reaching out to me this is great you know great joy and the why does the teacher do that to to help you to help you overcome whatever it is that one is going through you know to help you do that and then you know but then what happens is that the human mind catches on to the to the murta form of the guru ha that's why dakshinamurte amurte pujya swami ji composed a song dakshinamurte oh lord dakshinamurti whose essence is what amurti yeah <laughs> that is the whole idea and it is a difficult step i understand because as long as you know one is studying then what happens is that you know what attracts is you know is is these kinds of uh, the the vyavaharik things the transactional reality you know of the uh, student uh, students connection with the teacher is what attracts and now that is you know if you are enjoying that you know if you are enjoying your transactional connection with the teacher you are about to receive a big jolt <laughs> you know in the form of these 10 verses starting from the first verse itself and so the word shri guru murtage is very important because he is remembering his guru including his guru who is none other than uh, you know lord dakshinamurthy and therefore that shows adi shankara's emotional maturity because what is he doing he is seeing his guru as amurta as just that essence of lord dakshinamurthy and not as you know govinda pada and what does what does govinda pada like to eat you know what how does he you know sleep what does he how does he talk to people how does he teach you know all these things you know are you know are uh, are transcended here we can say just like when we say touch wood and touch whatever is in front of us you transcend the table you transcend the table cloth you transcend the form of the table with four legs and you go straight to the wood <laughs> the essence of that which is whatever you are touching chair table anything touch wood so this is this is this is a daily example of transcendence which we engage in which we enter into without even thinking about it so similarly here touch wood has to be done all the way <laughs> touch wood touch wood touch wood all the way up to the teacher yeah and in the beginning you know in the beginning all this is okay in the beginning 
you know, being with the teacher, and, you know, seeking the validation and flowering, blossoming under the validation has its place. Huh? And that is why, you know, I am fond of saying this, you know, so sometimes, you know, people say that, um, you know, what is the essence of Vedanta? And, you know, and, and people come and say, and so I say that, uh, you know, when you are ready, the teacher disappears. <laughs> there is a saying, when you are ready, the teacher appears. That is true. That is very true. No doubt about that. You know, it's a Buddhist expression, but it is true even in the uh, Vedanta tradition. When you are ready, Bhagavan will give the teacher. Teacher comes. But then again, when you are truly ready <laughs> to take the step of what? You know? of seeing everything as one, the teacher disappears. Ayo, yo, I'm scared. Nothing to be scared. The teacher disappears as you, in you. The teacher disappears as the Lord. You know, as you, as the indweller of you. What more, you know? The teacher becomes one with you. There is no separate thing called teacher, student. Nothing is there. And that separation is only for the sake of this knowledge. And if this seems too much to assimilate right now, I'm just giving you an example of what, what to expect. Slowly, slowly, we will, you know, we will go with that. So, tasmai guru murtaye idam namaha dakshina murtaye. And the guru, the word guru murti has one small, you know, uh, addition. Shri, uh, shri mat, shri mat means what? You know, the shriya yuk you know, Yuktaya Guru Murtage, the Guru who is the Guru Murti, who is Amurti, who is endowed with Shri. What is Shri? Shri is Shakti. Medha Shakti, the capacity to grasp at the at the Shruti and to grasp the Shruti. And then Pragna, that knowledge is also a Shakti. And then not only Grahana Shakti and Pragna Shakti, Medha Shakti, but also the ability to give to others, that is Shri. And then Shri finally means abundance, Lakshmi. And Lakshmi is nothing. What is the Guru's, uh, you know, what is the Guru's abundance? Where is the Guru's Lakshmi? <laughs> uh, it's not that the Guru has a lot of money and Guru is a rich person. Guru is got the knowledge is got a embarrassment of riches in uh, uh, from the standpoint of knowledge that one shriya you know pragnaya yuktaha guru murtaye yuktaya guru murtaye nama idam shri dakshina murtaye tasmai so this is the uh, you know last line and we have done it today itself so that next time we don't have to do this, we have done this in detail. So, Tasmai Shri Guru Murtaye. And Tasmai means, you know, unto that. And that, who is that, will be talked about in the uh, first three lines. Okay? Yeah. So, the, uh, the mantra starts with the word Vishwam. Vishwam Darpana Drishyamananagari. So, this Vishwam again has two meanings. There is the, uh, you know, Rudhi Artha. Rudhi Artha means uh, this, you know, the regular meaning that is there. 
and the regular meaning of the word vishwam you know which is commonly agreed upon is jagat and how do you derive that vividha pratyaya gamyam vishwam that you know very beautiful because the the word jagat you know to show that it's not outside of you who is you the cognizer the perceiver if there was no perceiver if there was no cognizer would the jagat exist now we are getting dangerously into the zen territory which asks a similar question what is that question huh? the zen people like to ask who knows i i keep talking about it if you know does anybody know ah that's the one tree falling so if the tree falls where in the forest forest means you are not there okay and then if, when the tree falls in the forest then what happens what happens to the tree falling in the forest you know are you you know it does it make a sound are what kind of a question is it you know in the beginning you can think what kind of, uh, you know what kind of a question is it and uh, you know uh, does it make a sound of course it makes a sound how can it not make a sound you know sound is you know a law that something falls and then it is gravity and then all these things are there and it falls from that height and then it hits and then this is a law you know of thermodynamics and all these things so this is physics uh, you know physics so definitely it will make a sound but then we from physics to jump to vedanta doesn't take too long and what is that jump if you are not there <laughs> is it a sound if the sound is not cognized ayyo now we are into murky waters is this a sound can it technically be called a sound if the, if that which is what is sound that which is heard correct here the sound is not heard is it a sound <laughs> ha ah. so what does this highlight this highlights the fact that everything in this jagat vividha pratyaya gamyam gamyam cognized vividha uh, many and varied pratyaya cognition vividha pratyaya gamyam vishvam this is the definition of vishvam technically speaking and it's in keeping with the rudhi artha rudhi means the customary meaning when we say vishwam so you know this is the technical uh, you know meaning vividha pratyaya gamyam which brings us all back to you you as the cognizer and so here this is a very interesting question posed by adi shankara when by using the word vishwam right from the beginning to point to you usually what do you do you point to the whole jagat as the cause of your problem yeah i don't have shanti because of you you know people like to say that if you were not there i would be a peaceful person you know and what will the other person say you know so this, this is what we are accustomed to we are accustomed to giving the universe a reality that it does simply does not have and so by the first word itself vishwam that reality is badly shaken you know questioned and dismissed by the end of the third line ah so 
this we, we are accustomed to seeing the world as the cause of the problems of the jiva and so one is accustomed to that and so much so that even after listening to vedanta during the class everything is fine i am in oneness everything is wonderful <laughs> you know yeah what spouse what house what this what that you know and then soon after the class what eek mouse you know <laughs> immediately what is that immediately that uh, you know that shanti goes why because one is you know one is not accustomed to looking at it this way one is one has not been exposed to this knowledge and then secondly uh, you know um, second reason is that because there are so many samskaras you know habitual orientations that one reacts out of habit rather than from the knowledge for this reason nididhyasana or you know keeping on contemplating on the truth of oneself through this shloka you know is advised you know that, that that's what uh, you know i would also suggest is that as we learn this as we learn the meanings you know just memorize the shloka memorize the verse each day memorize one one verse and then you know you can do that you can just do that and you can listen to the recording for the pronunciation etc if you have any problems memorize the verse so and then the meaning will keep on seeing the meaning will see that this word vishwam in that one word alone what is given is the is the truth of whole vedanta shastra and which is what vishwam means you <laughs> but how does vishwam mean i thought vishwam means jagat are i just told you the jagat is not able to cognize itself the jagat is a dependent reality depending upon you to say hat cat mat you know house spouse mouse it is dependent upon you there is no jagat other than what you say this exists and that existence is the source of your existence alone there is no other existence other than you ayyo this is too much <laughs> it is needed because you know what all the all these mantras that we have been all the shast vedanta shastra even the upanishads talk about this but you know they pamper they pamper us yeah because they don't want to shock us too much they want to just let us keep on you know you know other than mandukya upanishad perhaps you know that doesn't do much pampering it tells you right in the beginning you know that everything is omkara and that omkara is you but uh, even though all the upanishads say this uh, you know we are kind of pampered we are used to going step by step and we are addicted to that step by step we are addicted to saying okay you know atma kah what is this atma dehad vilakshana separate from the deha you know manasah vilakshana separate from the mind slowly slowly by increments you know 
iti vedanta dindimaha gaspet vedanta this is the drum beat of vedanta we are coddled we are coddled by the shastra first to find what is the question and then slowly take us through the qualifications one by one you know week number 1 viveka week number 2 vairagya sometimes you know vairagya is weak w e a k so therefore you know week number 2 3 4 5 vairagya and then you know little bit of vairagya comes little bit of mukshutvam comes and then slowly slowly we are you know taken and you know that is what you know in the beginning the vedanta shastra you know like the b- b- mother mummy bird which feeds the babies you know it chews up all the food it chews up and and then deposits it in the throat of the baby bird the baby bird just has to open the mouth and then the mother bird just puts the food and then everything is already pre digested meal so we are used to being spoon fed by vedanta vedanta shastra all the works of vedanta you know but here is a uh, here is a work of vedanta what there is no there is no uh, spoon feeding at all you know and why spoon is you food is you the wonder of the food is you go figure there is no spoon feeding it is you know yathatmyam yathartha yathartha this is how it is is how it is presented and right in the beginning there is no time to climb up to somehow getting mentally prepared the dhyana shlokas were it finished now now you straight jump into the cauldron you know and what is this cauldron this cauldron has the you know that uh, has amrutatvam and what is this amrutatvam this the the knowledge of immortality which is all you so the jagat so the first premise of the first stanza is that the jagat is pointing out to the fact that the jagat doesn't have a an independent reality other than that of the cognizer number 1 vishvam and also the word vishyam vishvam in another way means you directly here indirectly it means you the first meaning of the word vishvam why because you as the cognizer cognizing the jagat is you the, you know so the jagat is dependent on you but the second meaning of the word vishvam here means you know is a technical term doesn't have to do with the customary meaning or the grammatical meaning it has to do with the technical shastrik meaning of the word vishwa in the mandukya upanishad is the waker the individual waker enjoying or experiencing the waking state is called vishwa ah so then vishwam so the jagat is vishwam why because because you are the cognizer and who is this cognizer another meaning of the word vishwa is is you in the waking state how beautiful so there is a pun in the word vishwa adi shankara uses that because it's all coming back to you you can't ever, ever think of the world in the same way again this is doing shirshasana shirshasana means what an upside down an upside down you know uh, to what is that upside down view of samsara 
you know you think you're standing you're being made to stand on your head and then samsara goes away but really speaking you're not standing on your head you're standing on on the head right now when one is in samsara one is doing a head stand the teacher simply inverts the vision so that you are finally everything starts to look correct otherwise what it will be like the you know i had heard a story in my childhood you know one of those bedtime stories and the bedtime story was that on the ceiling was the mummy spider along with the baby spider and then they were looking down and saying why is everything upside down <laughs> so actually what is upside down is their view their view is upside down because their standpoint of asking the question why is something upside down why is everything upside down is what is upside down so the vedanta shastra simply inverts the vision and this is what is talked about in mirabai's bhajan you know mori lagi lagana guru charananaki ulat bhai mori nayananaki so guru was so tricky and so wonderful uh, that i went to the guru mirabai says for swimming lessons how to swim to stay afloat glub 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 in this you know in this dangerous samsaric ocean so should i do paddling should i do front stroke should i do back stroke should i do butterfly stroke which is the best stroke you know to to fend or to to stay afloat in, in the ocean of samsara and what did the guru do in one stroke made the ocean into a mere notion how by you know inverting my vision so that i saw that the whole world as though just disappears and when i say this people start getting very upset how can the world disappear <laughs> or how does it disappear it doesn't disappear we will we'll talk about that more it disappears as a separate entity other than you other than bhagavan other than guru the ishvara guru ratmeti we saw that and so it disappears as a separate entity this is what we have to understand ha huh. this is what has to be understood and this is what has to be enjoyed because this is eminently very relieving and enjoyable so then this is vishwam and then the, the first uh, line continues so the two meanings we have seen of the word vishwam here we have to uh, take the second meaning Uh, which is the, that uh, you know the waker and the waking experience as a metaphoric meaning the first meaning is what is there grammatical meaning here so vishwam and what is this jagat and he says darpana drishyamana nagari tulyam so this vishwam is nothing but darpana drishya drishyamana nagari tulyam this uh, tulyam means comparable so this jagat that one takes so seriously you know everything is taken so seriously and this jagat is nothing but that which is comparable to the you know to that uh, you know drishyamana nagari tulyam to a world being seen in the mirror so what do you mean by the world being seen in a mirror you know this the best example is i i had gone to 
Ladakh. Ladakh is the, you know, is the uh, in uh, North India, uh, very very high uh, region, you know, and uh, of uh, Kashmir. And then we have this uh, place, Ladakh, and there, you know, everything is. Uh, 14,000 feet above sea level, there are monasteries and then the mountains are just something to behold. It is just amazing. And so, you know, uh, when we drove, and the roads are fantastic because they are maintained by the Indian Army. You will never see such roads even in America. They are amazing, really amazing roads. And then so, we were going in the roads and the roads are, the region is very mountainous. And then, you know, so there would be all these, what is called uh, horseshoe bends, you know, like they switch backs. You go like this and then you have to switch back on the mountain and then switch back again and you keep, that is how you crisscross the mountain and go to the top or wherever you need to go. You, you cannot go from one place to another without crossing a handful of mountains. This is very, you know, treacherous territory. So when you when you are approaching the uh, horseshoe bend, then what the, you know what they have done is out of the cliff they have installed a huge mirror. Ah. So you can see. So the other person can also see coming here, and you can also see what is there. That mirror is at a clever angle, so you can see a little more. You know what is there, and you can also see behind. You know, what have, what you have, you know, if there is somebody coming close to you or something like that, you can see. And so this way, if you're, sta sometimes, you know, one is stalled because there is a traffic jam or there is some tree that has fallen and they are clearing it. So it takes a little while to, to navigate the horseshoe bend because you have to wait for the cars in front of you to go. And at that time, it's kind of a nice contemplation. At least I found it so. So the car or the van that I was sitting in, I would just look at that mirror that is installed from the cliff. And then you can see the world go by. You can see the cars. You can see the clouds. You can see the trees. You can see the sky. So that is what is the darpana. Darpana means a mirror. Drishyamana, that which is seen, Nagari, like a city in a mirror. Or you can, uh, you know, forget the mirror, or you can just look even at the sky and then do some cloud gazing. Oh, that one looks like a rabbit, this one looks like a lion, that one looks like a house, this one looks like a person. Like this you can see, you know. Gandharva Nagari or some kind of a sky town, sky city, city of clouds or the city that is seen in a mirror. So the mirror example, you know, is something which is to assimilate because the mirror is nothing but your mind. Ah, the mirror is nothing but the, 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 the that, uh, you know, jagat which is reflected in the mind. Darpana drishyamana nagari tulyam. And then, where is this jagat? That is the question. <laughs> where is this jagat? And then, here is the shocker. Shocker number two. Uh, first, the jagat is all dependent on you. Shocker number one. Shocker number two. <laughs> Niji antargatam vishwam. Ah. Antargatam, Antargatam is that which is within, ayayo, <laughs> that which is 
within and antargatam niji within what nija nija antargatam within you nija means you know swasmin atmani antargatam which is not outside of you shocker number 2 omg that's all you can say <laughs> yeah not only is the jagat dependent upon you for naming it and cognizing it and this most of most people can assimilate because you see the truth of it you know the the plate doesn't say you know here i am put some food in me and eat you have to say you are the plate and i'm going to use you to serve some food on you and eat you have to say that so this much one can kind of you know bend around and get to this place but adi shankara is not not being satisfied that this is enough you know he go as though this were not enough he goes further and says that all the whole jagat not only is the jagat dependent upon you for its cognizing the jagat is non separate from you who is this you chaitanya atma you what is this chaitanya the jagat is as good as uh, awareness consciousness first you know so at least he helps us to go in stages for which we have to be thankful what is the first stage number 1 the jagat is dependent upon you means what you as the cognizer what is the cognizer the truth of the cognizer is pramata what is the pramata the content of the pramata is consciousness pramata is consciousness correct consciousness means i am aware of the plate i am aware of the spoon i am aware of my cup correct so if i say this is cup then who is it saying that oh i am saying that who is this i the same i that says i exist is the same i that says the cup exists correct so the existence of the cup is cognized by which awareness is the same awareness that is self existent that is cognized of its cognizant of its own existence right and so when i say this is cup there is the there is the you know vyapara there is the you know operation of this awareness you know which is cognizing the existence of the cup and so you know point number 1 is that the cup doesn't have an existence of its own why because it's entirely dependent upon the cognizer what is the content of the cognizer consciousness awareness so the cup is dependent upon awareness in order to be cognized and who is the cognizer the self aware cognizer who cognizes himself herself and to whom everything becomes evident so the self evident i cognizes the cup you know and cognizes everything all the vastus all the things in the universe correct so this is point number 1 and this is you know this is itself advanced but then adi shankara wants us to go is not happy you know as being there he wants you to go one more step further and what is that step further if the cup is dependent upon awareness the cup is nothing but awareness ayyo this is where the problem is you know up till now i was ready to go along and play along i was ready to play vedanta vedanta <laughs> what is vedanta vedanta like house house you know like that you know 
I was ready to go along. I was ready to just, you know, be with you. I was ready to give you the benefit of doubt. But this is too much. Cup is nothing but awareness. Are, then why does it have a why does it have this form with a handle that I can hold? That is the fun. That is the fun. It has name and form. It has word and meaning. Why? So you can enjoy it. So you can use it. It has form. It has function. It has name. But the content of it, the truth of it, is nothing but an extension of your own awareness. So the whole jagat is like that, yes. So my body is also awareness, yes. The body is awareness. Your body is non-separate from consciousness. Awareness is consciousness. You know, and, and then, you know, what is mind? Mind is nothing but consciousness. Non-separate from consciousness. And if body-mind are non-separate from consciousness, what to talk of all the other things, you know, which you think of as outside. This, this is the problem. This is the sum total of the cause of samsara is that we have an idea of in and out. And that is, that is the one that has to go out. And that is why the words nijantargatam are used. There is no in and out. Because when we talk about, you know, this I mentioned earlier, when we talked about Vyomavad Vyapta Dehaya Dakshina Murtaye Namaha. So when from the standpoint of space, what is in and out? Is space in something? No. Is space out of something? No. Space simply is, everything is in space. That is what we say, and nothing can be out of space. And so, you know, you replace the word consciousness in this example to understand that which is exemplified. Everything rests within consciousness. Nothing is apart from consciousness. So you cannot say that something is, you know, uh, is it in or out? There is no out. From the standpoint of consciousness, there is nothing out. The word out has to go out. Yeah, there is no such thing called out. You know, if everything rests within consciousness, then we have two things. We have Jagat, you know, Ashrita, and consciousness, Ashraya. No, na. That's why it is Darpana Drishyamana Nagari Tulyam Nijantargate. You know, Nijantargatam. It is gone, you know, it is, it is a Jagat that is, <laughs> that just comes and goes, that is there, you know how its nature, its reality is as, as at best described as iffy. <laughs> iffy means it doesn't have a leg to stand on. It is, it is, first of all, we have to see that it is dependent upon you, the cognizer. And who is this you, the cognizer? That the, you, the cognizer, is non-separate from consciousness. And then what? You know, then the Jagat is therefore non-separate from consciousness. Jagat is non-separate from consciousness. And so therefore this in and out business, you know, this Jagat is outside is the problem because there is no nothing that is outside or apart from consciousness. All that is there is one non-dual consciousness which is you. And so the Jagat is included in this consciousness. Abba, okay, when you say the word included, that feels good. Okay, I can kind of understand it. Good. <laughs> 
then i will make it a point to include the word include many more times <laughs> so the jagat is included in consciousness and that consciousness is experienced how as i i i i i and so this jagat which i was accustomed to seeing as that 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 is nothing other than i i i i i and then what you know but then the cause of sorrow is talked about in the next line because the reality is first given the truth of the you know vedanta shastra is first given beautifully vishvam darpana drishyamana nagari tulyam nijantargata sthitam sthitam also we don't need sthitam means you know residing in because residing in again we don't have to bring two things there is no two things jagat is nothing other than consciousness what am i nothing other than consciousness what is ishvara nothing other than consciousness and so you know this is what the whole thing is then why am i still sad pasyanatmani mayaya bahirivod bhutai yatha nidraya atmani pasyanna shochati you know yatha nidraya you know atmani pasyanna swapne shochati tathaiva nidraya even in the waking state you know in the in the in the dream state what happens you know this very beautiful another example is given another metaphor is given so to speak pasyan atmani mayaya bahihi udbhutam yatha so this jagat is nijantargatam it is non separate from that cognizer which is who you don't keep saying cognizer you the jagat is not outside of that consciousness and what is ishvara not outside of that consciousness and what is the jiva not outside of that consciousness so the jagat is not outside of me and if if everything is myself alone then you know tatra ko mohakashokah ekatvam anupashyatah you know this is from the ishavasya upanishad ekatvam anupashyatah for the one that sees oneness in everything tatra you know for that person in that situation ko mohah where is the delusion kashokah where is the sorrow so there is no sorrow and delusion if i am able to see the whole universe i see the universe i see the cup i see the thought i see the you know pot i see the hat mat cat rat and i am able to see all of them as an extension of myself that is even a constraint to say that and nothing other than myself you know just like i have so many you know parts so many body parts are there you know so this finger you know this finger is so far away from where where you know when you say where is you everybody you know touches the chest i and this is a universal gesture you know you ask somebody from china me who did this me you ask somebody from norway me you ask somebody from you know some other place africa me you know 
this is this is a universal gesture so that me somewhere is in the heart somehow the feeling is it's in the heart of the matter so one points to the chest and you know uh, taps the chest you know i me who did this i did this me and then so from the standpoint of the heart you look at the finger especially if you are extending your hand you look at the remotest finger uh, and then little paper cut you get in this finger immediately what oh where is the bandage oh maybe i need stitches you know and then that's why that's one of the reasons to Uh, get married and stay married because the spouse can say shut up <laughs> this is a small paper cut you don't even need a bandage much less than stitches you know you're just being a big baby go about your day nothing will happen you know and so what happened here so the finger got cut and the person fainted at the sight of the few drops of blood and then when when he or she came to got very worried and blew on it and then you know what put the bandage on it and everything why because even though i say aham i i i i say i beat the chest you know and this this uh, uh, you know little finger or the, the 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 toe of the leg which is far away from this eye from the standpoint of where i locate this eye even though this finger seems far away especially if the hand is outstretched similarly as soon as it got hurt it it is not outside of my noticing it that finger now becomes eye correct i am hurt <laughs> so like this this is the whole idea is that the jagat is non separate from i the cognizer and so where is this where is this jagat so the jagat is non separate and here i'm going to get all technical from the upalabdhi sthanam upalabdhi sthanam means the place where it's cognized yeah that's why the so the tree that's why that question about the tree making the sound ah you know the tree making the sound is what is nothing other than this the tree you know making the sound when it falls is nothing other than you know this this what is being talked about here so the jagat is nothing but you not outside of you and so there therefore then the next question comes then why is the jagat you know an object of suffering why is the jagat the center of suffering why does the then how does the jagat have the power to cause suffering to me because bahiri udbahihi udbhutam pashyanna atmani you know atmani yaha jagat you know yat jagat atmani vartate you know that jagat which is non separate from you bahihi pashyan seeing it as though outside the person suffers yeah that is not said the person suffers we have to you know we have to you know extrapolate but that is the whole idea even though it is non separate from you it is within that consciousness that self awareness that you call your, yourself within within that awareness it cannot be outside of that awareness nijantar gatasthitam and then what atmani bahihi udbhutam yatha pashyan shotati muhyati the person gets deluded because this 
consciousness this you know this consciousness which you know is a which which just holds the jagat so to speak is not understood as the truth of oneself this consciousness has to be understood as the truth of oneself not the body mind and senses and so therefore what seeing that which is within this consciousness as situated outside this consciousness the person makes a mistake and then grieves and what is the example yatha nidraya yatha nidraya just as in the sleep what happens you know there is a split called the dream there is a projection and in this projection you see you know various things you know chara charatmakam jagat you make your own jagat in the dream in your in in the dream you craft your own jagat you give various people that you see bodies you give yourself a body you you know and then you see all kinds of things both you know uh, sthavara and jangama moving and non moving animate and inanimate you know and uh, so you you give all of them bodies and so the whole dream jagat is nothing but you it is nothing but you and let's say in this jagat some you know a thief comes who is that thief you so burglar comes and robs you of all your life savings where thank god only in the dream not in not in the waking in the dream you know the thief catches hold of you beats you up in the dream you know takes the key from your house here you are standing in front of your house trying to unlock it takes the key from your house you know knocks you down and then by the time you come to then all you see is an empty house if he could have taken away the house he would have taken away the house also he has got some people some friends and a getaway car and everything is gone and then you sit and cry on the porch on the steps of the house you sit and cry where in the dream <laughs> you sit and weep copiously and then you are having a big uh, like a police siren on your head where he hit you with a club or whatever he could find a stick and then what a blunt object and then what and then you are slowly with shaking hands calling 911 thankfully you know the uh, there is a ringing sound oh is that the ringing of 911 no it's your alarm the alarm is ringing and you are uh, you know up from this alarming dream and then you wake up and say thank god and then you also you know because it seems so real you touch the head no police uh, car siren red uh, you know big and uh, throbbing pain is not there ha ah, and then you turn the light on look around all your possessions are intact the house is intact everybody is safe all your things are safe your life savings are also safe so you woke up from this nasty dream and then by the end of the lord dakshina murti stotram you will also be waking up from this nasty dream called samsara because you have learned to see that all this just like in the dream it was that, that thief was nothing but my own projection this sorrow also is nothing but my own projection when you see when the simi just like that projection of the dream was withdrawn upon waking here too this projection that this jagat is the cause of sorrow is withdrawn 
So just give it nine more verses, and then we will have you. We will have you in line with the vision, not to you know, not to worry. And so the third line is very important, and uh, we are running out of time, so it will have to be saved for tomorrow. Okay, yeah. Om Purnamadav Purnamidam Purnat Purnamudachyate Purnasya Purnamadaya Purnamivavashishyate Om Shanti 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 Harihi Om Shri Gurubhyo Namaha Harihi Om